0: chapters thirty through thirty six of the paradise or garden of the holy fathers book two by palladius this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter thirty of eucarpus and there was also in the desert a certain man whose name was eucarpus who had passed eighteen years shut up in his cell and the food which was necessary for his wants was brought by others and he lived in seclusion for fifteen years, and he never spoke to any man during that period, except when he was in need of something. He used to write upon paper what he wished to say, and would give it to those who ministered unto him. And he also did thus when any man asked him a question or spoke to him. His food consisted of vegetables soaked in water and pounded garden herbs, and he carried out his rule of life with infinite labor. Finally, however, The devils made him a laughing stock, also because of the vain opinion which he had concerning himself. First of all, he separated himself from mingling with the brethren and conversing with them. Next, he ceased to meditate on the holy scriptures, and he did nothing except pray continually. For he was proud and haughty in his mind, and he thought that he was perfect, and on that account of the purity of his heart, forsooth, He was always seeing God in his mind, for he that tempteth tempted him also, even as he tempted the blessed man Job. And one night Satan appeared unto him in the form of an angel of light, and said unto him, I am Christ. And when Eucarpus saw him, he thought that the appearance was a real person, and he fell down and worshipped him, and said unto him, Master, what commandest thou thy servant to do? And he who had appeared unto him said unto him, Since thou hast excelled many in thy works, and hast kept all my commandments, I desire greatly to make my abode with thee. But since thou art perfect, it is not necessary for thee to shut thyself up, and it is no longer right that thou shouldest live in seclusion. But thou must teach all the brethren not to destroy their souls with the reading of scriptures and the reciting of the Psalms and they must not labor in the toil of the body, and they must not vex their souls with fasting and hunger and thirst, but they must labor with the labor of the soul, for by these means they shall be able speedily to be lifted up to the highest grade, and they must always look at me with their minds, and I will show them my glory. And as for thee, since thou hast raised thyself above all the monks by thy works, behold i make thee this day a chief and a governor over all the monks who dwell in skeet for Macarius is not of as much use as a governor as thou art then eucarpus was more lifted up in his mind than before and he was far more proud and he believed truly the error of the crafty one and his understanding was driven away from him and he was smitten in his mind immediately he had worshipped the calminator Now on another day there was a congregation in the church, and Satan appeared unto Eucarpus a second time, and said unto him, Go thou this day, for all the brethren are gathered together, and teach them everything which I commanded thee yesterday in the night season. Then Eucarpus opened the door of the house, wherein he secluded himself, and departed to go to the church. And it happened that Abba John was sitting by the side of the church. And the brethren were round about him, and were asking him about their thoughts. And when Eucarpus came, and saw John with the brethren surrounding him, he was filled with envy of him. And he answered and said unto John with haughtiness and wicked wrath, Why dost thou adorn thyself, and dost sit down like a whore, who wishes to multiply her friends, or who commanded thee to be a corrector of others? seeing that it is i who am the governor of the monastery now when the brethren heard these words they were greatly moved and said unto him and who made thee a governor in skeet and eucarpus said unto them yesterday in the night i was made governor by christ therefore turn ye to me and i will teach you the way whereby ye shall easily ascend to the high grade of the vision of glory and moreover Go not ye astray after the writings of Evagrius, neither hearken ye unto the words of John, for ye have wandered far enough into error already. Then he began to revile the fathers, and he called Macarius a painted idol, whom those who err worship, for he knoweth not how to lead the brethren on the path towards heavenly things. And Evagrius he called a hewer of words, who hath led the brethren into error by following his writings, and hath made them to cease from spiritual service. And the devils made a mock of Eucarpus, until they were able to lift him up, and to dash him upon the earth. But all these things which fell upon him took place because he condemned the brethren, and because through his pride and arrogance he held them in contempt, and because he did not desire to meditate upon the holy scriptures, and on the doctrine of the fathers. And finally, when the fathers saw that he was smitten in mind, they threw iron fetters on him and bound him therewith and he lived with them upon him and the holy fathers offered up prayer on his behalf for eleven whole months and then his mind returned to him and he was so thoroughly cured of his pride that he perceived his weakness and recognized his disease whereby he had been made a mock of by the devils and in him was fulfilled that which was said Old banes or wounds are cured by burnings, and thou who didst exalt thyself to heaven shall be brought down even into Sheol. Isaiah fourteen thirteen through 15 Now Eucarpus lived after he had been cured of his arrogance one year and one month, and the fathers commanded that he should minister unto the sick, and that he should wash the feet of strangers, and thus he died. Chapter 31 of a certain famous deacon who dwelt in a Canobium in Egypt. A certain brother asked an old man and said unto him, If it should happen that a man fell into temptation by the permission of God for the benefit of his soul, what is it right for those to do who are made to stumble by the same temptation? The old man answered and said unto him, If he repent in very truth, And with all his heart, and make confession unto God in his repentance, saying, I have been rightly humbled, and shall say unto God, It is good for me that I have been humbled, so that I might learn thy commandments. God is able to heal the consciousnesses of those who have already offended him. And the old man spake and narrated the following. There was a certain deacon in a synobium in Egypt and a rich man, who had been driven out and had departed from the presence of a governor who had dominion over him, came with his household to that cenobium, And the deacon stumbled and fell into adultery with the wife of one of those who were with him. And he became a laughing stock unto every man. And he went to a certain man who was his friend, and revealed unto him the matter. And he said unto him, Let no man know where I am. For he hid himself in a secret part of the cell of him that loved him. And he said unto him, Here bury thou me during my lifetime. And having gone down into the darkness of that hidden place, he repented unto God in very truth. And after a certain time the river which was nigh unto the place in the region wherein the deacon had hidden himself did not rise according to its wont. And the people of the country, having prayed and made supplication, It was revealed unto one of the saints that, Unless that deacon who is hidden among us come forth, the waters will not rise. So they went and brought him out from the place where he was hidden. And when he had come and had made a prayer, straightway the river rose, and those who had been formerly offended by him were now edified the more, and they profited through him greatly and glorified God. Chapter 32 Of a certain excellent bishop who fell into fornication and the people having walked upon him he was forgiven there was a certain bishop in one of the cities who through the working of the calminator fell into fornication and one day when the congregation was in the church although no one knew of the bishop's sin he voluntarily confessed it before the whole assembly and said I have fallen into fornication then he took off the vestments which were on him And laid them upon the altar and said i cannot henceforward be your bishop and all the people cried out with tears saying let this sin be upon us only remain thou in thine episcopate and he answered and said unto them if ye wish me to remain in my episcopate do ye that which i say unto you and he commanded and all the doors of the church were shut with the exception of one and he threw himself down upon his face, and said, The man who goeth out from the church without walking upon me shall have no portion with God. And they did according to his word, and when the last man had gone out, a voice was heard which said, Because of his great humility, I have forgiven him his sin. Chapter 33. Of a certain brother who was a neighbor of Abapiman. When Abephimon came into the countries of Egypt to dwell there, it happened that he took up his abode by the side of a brother who had a wife. And though the old man knew of this, he did not rebuke him. And when the time had come for the woman to bring forth, and this was known to the old man, he cried out to the younger brother, and said unto him, Arise, take this jar of wine, and carry it to our neighbor. For he will have need thereof this day now the matter was not known to that brother but he did as the old man commanded him and the brother who had a wife groaned and repented in his mind and after a few days he dismissed the woman and gave her whatsoever he happened to have by him then he came to abba Piman and said unto him behold from this day onwards i repent o father but I entreat thee to pray to God on my behalf, so that he may receive my repentance. And Abba Piman said unto him, If thou repentest with all thy heart, I believe that God will bestow forgiveness upon thee, and do not despair of thy redemption. And the brother went and built for himself a place of retreat, and he made therein an entrance through which he used to come to visit the old man, and he would go to Abba Piman thereby, And the old man would reveal unto him the way of God, and thus he profited spiritually. And the brother labored in fasting and in prayer, and he wept inside, and grieved sorely for his sin. And at length it was revealed unto the old man, on behalf of the brother, that God had accepted his repentance. Chapter 34 Of a certain brother who denied Christ because of the daughter of a heathen priest. Once a certain brother was engaged in a war against fornication, and he happened to pass through a village in Egypt where he saw the daughter of a heathen priest, and he loved her, and he said to her father, Give her to me to wife. And the priest answered and said unto him, I cannot give her to thee before learning from the God his will in this matter. And he went to his devil and said unto him, Behold, a certain monk wisheth to take my daughter to wife. Shall I give her to him or not? And the devil made him answer, saying, Seek out and inquire if he will deny his God and his baptism, and the vows which he made before entering the monastic life. And having gone to the brother, the priest told him that he would accept him as his daughter's husband, if he would deny both these things. And the priest also said unto him, Wilt thou deny the baptism, whereby thou was baptized. And the brother answered and said, Yea, I will. And straightway he saw the Spirit of God go forth from his mouth in the form of a dove, and ascend into heaven. Then the priest went to the devil and told him what the brother had said. Behold, he hath promised to deny all three things. And the devil answered and said unto him, Thou shalt not give him thy daughter, for his God hath not Departed from him, for he is still helping him, and will accept him if he repenteth. And the priest came and said to the brother, I cannot give her to thee, for thy God is with thee, and he will not leave thee, but will help thee. Now, when the brother heard this, he said within himself, So God keepeth such great grace as this for thee, and will still help thee. Then that brother, having come back to his senses, made strong his mind and fortified his will. And went forth to a certain old man in the desert, and related the matter unto him. And the old man answered and said unto him, Sit thou down here with me in this cave, and fast for three weeks, only eating once every two days, and I will make supplication on thy behalf unto God. And the old man labored with the brother, and he made entreaty and supplication unto God, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord God, to grant me the soul of this brother, and to accept his repentance. And when the first week was fulfilled, the old man came to the brother, and asked him, saying, Hast thou seen anything? And the brother answered and said, Yes, I have seen a dove flying about in the heights of heaven, and standing before my head. And the old man said unto him, Take heed to thyself, and pray unto God with groans and sighs. And the following week he came again to the brother, and asked him the same question, Hast thou seen anything? And the brother made answer, saying, I saw a dove which came and drew near to my head. And the old man admonished him, saying, Rouse up and pray unto God with abundant supplication. And when the third week was fulfilled, the old man came to the brother and said unto him, What hast thou seen? And he answered and said unto him, I saw a dove which came and stood upon my head. And I stretched out my hand and took hold of it but it fled away and entered into my mouth. Then the old man gave thanks unto God, and said unto the brother, God hath accepted thy repentance. Henceforward watch thyself, and take heed to thyself. And the brother answered and said, Behold, from this day onwards I shall live with thee, O Father, even to the day of my death. Chapter 35 Of a Certain Old Man in Skeet there was a certain old man in Skeet, who, having become very sick indeed, was ministered to by the brethren, and he thought in his mind that they were tired of him. And he said, I will go to Egypt, so that the brethren may not have to labor on my account. And Abba Moses said unto him, Thou shalt not go, for if thou goest, thou wilt fall into fornication. And the old man was grieved, and said, My body hath long been dead, and sayest thou these things unto me? So he went up to Egypt, and men heard about him, and they brought many offerings unto him. And a certain believing virgin came in faith to minister unto him. And after a time, when the old man had been healed, the young woman lay with him, and she conceived. And folk asked her, saying, Whence hadest thou that which thou hadst conceived? And she said unto them from the old man, and they believed her not. Now when the old man heard that they would not believe her, he said, Yea, I have done this thing, but protect ye for me the child which shall be born. And when the child had been born and was weaned, there was a congregation in Skeet, and the old man went down carrying the child on his shoulder, and he went into the church before all the people. And when they saw him, they all wept. And the old man said unto the brethren, Observe ye, O my brethren, this is the child of disobedience. Take heed then unto yourselves. I have committed this act in my old age, and pray ye for me. And the old man went to his cell, and dismissed the things wherewith he had lived, and returned to his former deeds. And after a time he arrived once more at his old measure of ascetic excellence. Chapter 36 Of the Harlot Whom Serapion Converted Abba Serapion once came and passed through a certain village in Egypt, and he saw a harlot standing in his cell. And the old man said unto her, Remain here until the evening, for I wish to come with thee, and to pass this night with thee. And the harlot said, It is well, O father. Then she made ready and prepared her bed. And she waited the old man with that which he required. Now when it was evening, Abba Serapion came, and he brought nothing with him, and he went into her cell, and said unto her, Is thy bed ready? And she said unto him, Yea, Father, and they shut themselves in. Then the old man answered and said unto her, Wait a little, because I must perform a certain thing which is a law unto us. And he began to recite the book of Psalms of David from the beginning, and with every psalm he offered up a prayer on her behalf. And he made supplication before God that she might repent and live. And God hearkened unto him, and the harlot stood up in fear by the side of the old man, and prayed also. And when Aber Serapion had finished all the psalms, she fell down upon the ground, And he began to repeat many verses from the books of the Apostles. When he had finished his service, God having opened the heart of that woman, she knew that Abba Serapion had not come unto her for the purposes of sin, but that he might redeem her. And she fell on her face before him, and said unto him, Perform an act of grace for me, O Father, and take me to any place whatsoever wherein I can please God. And he took her to an abode of nuns, and placed her therein. And he said to the mistress of the convent, Take this sister, O mother, and lay not upon her the rules and the yoke like of the other sisters, but whatsoever she requireth, that give her. And in proportion, as she findeth rest, let her submit to be led. And when the woman had dwelt in the nunnery for a few days, she said, I am a sinful woman, and I wish to eat only in the evening. And after a few days more she said, My sins lie to my charge, and I therefore beg that I may eat once every four days. And she did so. And after a few days more she besought the mistress of the nunnery, saying, Do an act of grace for me, since I have made God exceedingly angry. Take me into a cell and wall it up, and through a small opening therein give me a little bread, and work for my hands to do. And the abbess of the nunnery hearkened unto her, and did thus. And in this wise that woman pleased God all the days of her life. End of chapters 30 through 36